now, we're talking footy with Garrick Ibbotson. Thanks to Fleet Network, WA's novated car leasing specialists. Yeah, time for Ibo in the studio. Always good to see Gary Kibberson, the 177 game star for the Freo Dockers. And Scotty Goss, all thanks to Fleet Network. Fleet Network, WA's novated leasing specialist. And that news brought to you by Loop Logics, the future of construction management. For a free demo, visit looplogics.com.com. <laughs> Morning, oh, you Morning, mate. <laughs> Just saying, how are you going without the big man here? Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> that's a beauty. That might come back to get me at some stage. Hey, how's your week been, mate? My week's been good. Very good, actually. We've um, been on at work at the moment, <laughs> but we're going well. Uh, your take on uh, – we've had a, a lot of messages uh, on the text line about the uh, attempted smother last night, which ended up with Angus Brosh, unfortunately, being concussed, taking no longer – uh, taking no further part in the game and will miss this week, of course, as well. Your take on it all? Yeah, I mean, we spoke about it briefly offline before. It's one of those things, that the hard part about it is, um, and I know this only happened last night, but everyone that I've spoken to has got different opinions. And you think about um, Maynard having to make a decision within two seconds. We can't make a decision of whether it's right or wrong, having looked at replays, looking at it in the paper, listening to people's comments, thinking about the AFL system. I think it's purely an AFL accident, unfortunately. Um, for Melbourne, you've got a player that's gone off with concussion and probably not going to play next week. But I just think it's part of the game, unfortunately, with this one. He's jumped up to smother the ball and the way that he's landed has, has ended up in an unfortunate incident, I think. Yeah, that's, it's a fair call. It's uh, And most people are on on the same page as that too, that it's a football accident and sometimes you get hurt in footy. But... A bloke who uh, we can ask a little bit about. Uh, it's a big game tonight between Carlton and the Swans. And uh, this man joins us on the line right now. It's, it's I'll tell you what, it's cashy week for this bloke. <laughs> he, geez, he fills his pockets this week and he is known. How many games he played? 200 and 237. 237. Probably 236 really good ones. But he's One known for this. Throws it onto the left. Wow, I tell you, good morning, Leo. I would never, I would never get sick of that, would you? <laughs> G'day, Scotty. How are you? Well, yeah, really good. Thanks, mate. I've got uh, joined here by uh, Garrick Ibbotson. Really uh, excited. Well, happy to talk to you, mate. It's always good to uh, to hear your voice. Uh, your big, your Swannies in a big, big game tonight. They'll go in as underdogs. Going to. Well, they've been playing some pretty decent footy barring last round, which you wouldn't worry too much about. But uh, how are you finding your Swannies? Or what do you think their chances are at the MCG tonight in front of what should be 90,000? Yeah, I think I think we're a good chance. It was funny. Going to the... Uh, I, went to, I think I went to the Carlton-Swans game. must have been around, around 10 or 11, I think. And... We uh, we were able to beat the beat the the Blues and their season was basically done. I think it was 15s versus 16s, so it was a real clash of the titans back then. But I think from that um, from that sort of date, both teams have actually won a hell of a lot of games. We've sort of won seven out of our last eight, and I think they have a similar record. So the form of both teams is is pretty good. You know, we got pipped by Melbourne last week, who were, you know showing last night they are a good team. So everyone uh, is back in the Blues, but I think we're a pretty good chance. Liam, I want to talk to you quickly about Tom Papley. He's, um, he really earned his stripes as a small forward, really aggressive, great goal kicker, but he's popped up as a pretty important midfielder for you guys as well. What do you think is his yeah. ideal position when everything's going well? Do you think seeing being as more important as a forward or a midfielder? 
Yeah, I think you'll probably find he'll, he'll, he'll sort of jump in both sort of positions. He's quick. He's, um, you know, just for a little fellow, he's, he's zippy and, you know, gives um, gives us a lot of speed through the midfield. You know, we'd probably have a, a couple of maybe slower slower guys in Parker and Mills through the midfield. So just uh, inject him into, into the uh, into that area can um, create a bit of spark. And as he's shown up forward, he's, you know, he's an elite forward and, and one of the best small men in the, in the league. So... You know, having the ability or, or the flexibility to play him in either, either spots um, will certainly be um, be good for us, and uh, hopefully uh, he plays well uh, tonight. I reckon he's um, he's probably with Toby Green sort of changing the way he goes about it now. I reckon he's surpassed Toby Green as the the most annoying player in the competition right now. He's the, <laughs> he's, the, he's the bloke that you want on your side. There's no doubt about that. But when you when you're against yeah. him, you really want to kick his head off, don't you? But any insight yeah. of what sort of bloke he is, Leo? He's he's uh, he's a very nice bloke. He's very uh, very polite and um, you know very honest. But it's good like anything. Sometimes when you cross that line, um, people change, as you, as you know, Scotty. But uh, he's um, he's a real dynamite for us, and I'm glad he's on our team. Is he the the barometer of your side? Like he does a lot of stuff with our uh, SEN track guys as well, and they all they all right. they all love him. But uh, is he the barometer? Like he's he's yeah. such a big in. Yeah, no, having him back on the team is a massive thing for us. Yeah, I probably would have thought so. Um, you know, being able to get get in the midfield and actually get um, get his hands on the ball and you know really get our um, some you know generate some inside fifties is going to be big for us. And no doubt, if, if Papley plays well, we're we're a fair chance of winning. Mate, how much do you put to the experience side of understanding finals and knowing finals? And you know, we we write we write Sydney off at our own peril uh, because they've got a habit of making you look stupid in in big games if you don't back them in. Carlton haven't played in a final series for what, what, ten years. For ten years it's yeah. been. Um, you know, and the expectation we know what their supporters are like. They are up and about. Mm. How much do you put into the experience and understanding what the final is all about to? The side with all the momentum coming in, but don't know much about it. It's got to, it's got to have some some impact. Like having not played any final at all, they'll be as nervous as buggery. And if they're down at uh, half time, there'll be some of their supporters will be almost tearing down the stands. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. It'll be interesting to see um, if we can sort of stick with them at the you know at the start of the game. It's, it's going to be pretty interesting. And, you know, playing finals and it is different from a home away game just on the speed, but also that pressure. And as you even saw last night with the, um, you know, how the, the tight contest between good teams. Um, you know, sometimes uh, if you don't have that experience, it can uh, it can be detrimental. So uh, fingers crossed that that happens to the Blues tonight. It's a great point about the crowd because it looks to me anyone that comes into a final series and plays, especially at the MCG, when there's a crowd of ninety thousand, you can get overwhelmed by it. You can't hear anything out there. Yeah. It's the first time you've really been a part of it. Sydney, you've got a big advantage, I yeah. think, on Carlton in that area because Carlton coming off, you say, ten years of no finals, coming into a first final in front of ninety thousand at the MCG. I think if you can get a good yeah. start on them, you're every chance to go the yeah. whole way. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and and even leading the big games, just that nervous energy. Sometimes you've you've almost played the game before you step foot on the on, on the ground. So it'll be um, hopefully that's the case. You know, we've got we've had a fair bit of experience throughout our team, so. 
um, you know, we've obviously played finals quite a, quite a, quite a, a numerous amount of times, but um, it'll it'll remain to see. Obviously, uh, Voss has you know, you know, demonstrated he's a, he's a good coach and he's got plenty of experience, so um, that might help them uh, to some degree. Mate, you're one of the uh, most accomplished backmen to uh, run around in the red and white. There's no doubt about that. How would you play Charlie Kuno? He's one of my favourites. I love the way he plays yeah. the game. How would you go about uh, nullifying his influence? Because he can do it in the air, he can do it on the ground, and he's so important. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's an aerobic athlete. He covers the ground so bloody well. Um, uh, but that's that's part of the issue. He can actually run guys into the ground. So you know, you've almost got to let him sort of take those those possessions up high on the wing and further out, where he's in a bit more of a non-dangerous uh, position. But you know, he's he's so tall and long. You know, he's got such a, a long reach, and he's always difficult to to spoil. So whoever gets on him. Um, uh, tonight will have their, their work cut out, uh, whether it's McCartan, who's, who's a good player and has matched up on him pretty well previous uh, previous contests. It's going to be pretty difficult, but um, no, he's, he's a good player and he's had a great year. Give us your tip, mate. I, I, I reckon we'll win. Yeah, I reckon 20's by 20. Oh, he's relaxed and confident about it too, Ivo. Yeah, that's a confident win. Yeah, I will win. We'll win by 20. Yeah. Jeez, it's, it's, early for, it's early for you to be on the source, mate. But anyway, uh, you, you do you, Leo. Who are you tipping him over there? Probably Carlton for me, I think. And tip Carlton? Mm. Well, I think Carlton just, but they won't get it all their own way. Yeah, anyway, mate, Leo, uh, I could talk to you all day. Always, always love hearing your voice, mate, and always love catching up with you. Have a great month. Don't forget, declare everything, uh, and enjoy, enjoy yourself, mate. Good luck to your uh, your famous red and whites tonight. Cheers, boys. Catch up. Bye. Leo Barry, what an absolute legend he is, and just one of the uh, the good blokes. Uh, let's have a chat to Chris from uh, Wickham in the Pilbara. Hey, he wants to talk about the Pies and Maynard. Morning, Chris. Guys, how's it going? Mate, going strong. How is downtown Wickham? Oh, well, that feels like it's about 30 degrees already. It's beautiful. <laughs> standard, standard. You'll have a jumper on, Chris. <laughs> I'm going to drop to about mid-20s for the jumper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what are your thoughts uh, last night on the uh, on the Pies win over the D's, and in particular, Brad Maynard? Um, I, honestly, I think Maynard's going to be safe there. Um, if you look how it goes, he was, he was reaching up. He was outstretched for a smother. Um, and in reality, if you do hit the ball, it changes your whole body's momentum because you've got that impact. And you can see he was off balance in air. Ray, um, Brayshaw did jump off the ground a bit too, and I hope Brayshaw's all right. And I can see that was one of Maynard's main concerns. But mm. I think I think they will look at it as a footy incident. Um, it's not like you elected to bump someone off the ball, like to take the ball. That's what they say, oh, you elected to bump. He didn't elect to bump. He was going for a smother, and he missed the ball. And with Brayshaw attacking the board 50, you know, it's a total good incident. Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, I really am with you. And if, look, Brayshaw, this is the thing. There's lots of buts and ifs, and we don't know what the, the tribunal's going to think. They are a lottery most of the time, Chris. But you know, if Brayshaw doesn't get concussed, if I, then uh, we're not even talking about it's it. It's probably play on. But he did. Protect, yeah, protecting the head is a big concern here. And like you say, if he left the ground, he did, but he was leaving the ground to, sport, uh, to smother the ball. So yeah. I don't see it as leaving the ground to bump. He hasn't elected to go past the footy and bump intentionally. He's trying to... I'm hoping they view it as a footy incident. It's unfortunate for Angus that he's going to miss next week and especially the situation yeah. that Melbourne are in but 
I don't think it's really worth losing games for Maynard. No, I appreciate uh, the call, Chris. Thanks very much, mate. Right, guys. Have a great weekend up there in the Pilbara. That's a beautiful part of the world. We can be in Wickham. Thirty, you'd be nice. Oh, thirty or dive or whatever. The mid twenties, they throw the jump right there. Yeah. Uh, have a great weekend, Chris. Thanks very much. Now, don't forget this: the Friday FOMO is here. Now, have a listen to this, you're going to love this. Escape to Five Star Mooley Resort Noosa Dua for six nights for eighteen hundred ninety dollars. Call my holiday one three hundred six nine six triple two. Scott Ingoss, it's beautiful Friday, 25 degrees it's going to get to today. That is spectacular. We've got Gary Gibson in the studio as he joins us every Friday, thanks to Fleet Network. Time for a snap judgment, fellas. Snap fitness for the feeling. For the feeling. Snap fitness. What's your snap judgment? Special K, you got one? Oh, yeah, I have got a snap judgment. Hmm? My snap judgment is that Jacob Van Royen, two weeks minimum. Oh, which one? Hmm? Is it two weeks? Is it three? Is it four? What is it? Two weeks. Okay, two weeks. Yeah. Uh, my snap judgment <laughs> <more>. is <laughs> the Melbourne forwards need to sort their goal kicking out or else their season is done. They're spot on the money. You know, and their whole forward line set up last night was absolutely deplorable. 69 to 37 inside 50s. Yep. And, and like late, lose. late in the game when they were having snapshots and missing, go- oh, they need to kick a point. Just kick a point, yeah. and then you're a goal down. You mm. give yourself every chance. Like missed everything. It was a yeah terrible yeah, display. Three or four out in the fools at mm. one stage. Yeah, no, very good, very very good snap judge. And mine is Brandon Munnard will be cleared in the end. Oh, okay. In the end, might be a little hiccup along the way. I think you'll have a couple of sleepless nights, a couple of bit of defence, and you uh, will be cleared. It's a football action. A lot of text on it, and it, and it has you know torn a lot of people, but. Um, one here from John, which is a really good one too. Hats off to Maynard. He stood with a stretcher the entire time while the rest of his teammates were in the huddle. He showed serious concern for Fangus Brayshaw, which shows the quality of the bloke. Um, a lot of people do. Man from Jared. Oh, Leo Barry. Oh, no, he's not that. Should have been a free kick to Sampy. Absolutely robbed. <laughs> Had a few texts. A few of them said there was an actual free kick. Getting fired Sampy. Up and Leo was on yeah, the show. Let it go, people. It's unbelievable. Let it go. He's one of the nice. Really Twenty years. <laughs> Uh, morning, boys. Scotty, is Chris booking that holiday deal? Could be suitable for a honeymoon. Uh, got to get to the altar first before any of that. Uh, I'm thinking the MRP will rule contact to the head due to a careless act. Yeah, it's a fair call too. Uh, it's it's going to be so intriguing. Mm. When's it? When's he find out tonight? Doesn't he? Six o'clock tonight, I think it is. He'll uh, yep. find out where it sits. So, Braden Maynard did speak post game. Let's just have a listen to what he had to say. Yeah, I guess I don't want to say too much, but it's a footy act. I came forward, I jumped to smother the ball, and um, yeah, unfortunately, I just got him on the way down. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But it's all love. I absolutely love that guy a bit. So um, yeah, it's shattering what happened. They played footy together, didn't they? They were at Sandringham together, maybe school as well. Um, so he's legit in saying that he actually loves him. Mm. Didn't try and take him out at all. But the end of the day, that reckon that that last turn, and because we see it in slow, we see it in slow mo. You can see it, but again, he's in the air and he's got under a second to yeah to to move. And he gets him away. It's unfortunate, and and we absolutely feel for Angus Brayshaw. We know obviously Hammer's a great friend of our show, and we and we love the Brayshaw family. But I think it's just unlucky. I think it is too. And 
on both sides, there's a bit of emotion involved because you're thinking, well, Angus Brayshaw's going to miss a final now because mm. of the concussion. And then you think, well, if Braden Maynard then gets a week or two, he misses a potential grand final. So I think you have to look at the incident in isolation, take the emotion out of it. And I think, not that I hope, I think it'll be a, a footy incident and play on. Roy, Roy said, I've been banned on this show for less intentional contact. <laughs> I agree that Maynard should be free to play in the free limbs. Very so, true, Roy. Yeah, fair enough. That's not a bad one, though, by you, Roy. Noddy's texted in as well on 0487 736 736. Uh, Scotty KK, great show today. A couple of questions. One, does Tom Mitchell get a fine for his flop slash dive? Mm. Did you see this one, boys? I did, I did. I didn't. Uh, I saw it. I didn't. I didn't love it. In fact, I hate it. And um, I, I think he. You've got it. Should. You've got I to think find you've him. You've got to find him. You've got to find him for that. That's that's no good. And, and Christian Petrarca gave it to him full barrel too, didn't he? Mm, and as he should. Fine, bro. I think so. Yeah, I I don't like seeing that kind of stuff. And it's the one thing with you know the World Cup soccer when it comes on, great spectacle, but it's the diving and the flopping and things that really ruin it. Mm. And you want to get that out of the AFL as quickly as you can. Yeah, you, you see, guys do it. So you can exacerbate contact or the the reaction if you actually get hit. If you get hit, yeah. <laughs> so if you get hit there, you go down and make sure the umpire knows exaggerated in yeah. a big way. You can't preempt it, but, <laughs> but when you don't actually get hit and Whip you exaggerate it, yeah. yeah, it looks ordinary. And, well, Two grand? Well, yeah, I think so. The thing, oh, we can joke about it now, but if that had been something that actually called a free kick and kicked a goal and cost the game, then you're going well. Yeah. It's a bigger issue than what it is now. His other question, was this Noddy, was it? Yes. Is Maynard fake, fake tough footballer? No, no. Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. He is, um, he is MAD, uh, Noddy. There's no doubt about that. He's nice and mad on the, off the field. He's a terrific bloke. Um, he plays it as hard as and fair, I think, as anyone out there. And there's, you know, if I keep saying to my son, Look the way he goes about it. The, the hunger, the intent, yeah. the desperation—that's what you want, and that is why he's loved by his supporters and his and his teammates. I don't think he's faked up. When him and Viney were going at it, oh, I'm sitting there going, "Well, who wins that?" <laughs> I think he's genuine, tough footballer as well. And even last night, I was thinking, I wonder if someone's going to try and have a crack at him after this. Mm. And I was like. Who's going to do it? There's only one. Yeah. I don't know who's going to do that. But yeah. It was Jack Viney in the end. Yeah. So. There was only one that could actually probably stand up and have a, have a go. But you have a look at him. He, he goes back with the flight of the footy. He throws his body in where you know many don't. I don't think he's faked up. I think he's genuine tough as well. couple of games to go. Well, three games to go, of course. We've uh, kicked things off with the Pies in Melbourne. And now it's Carlton and Sydney. Obviously, you boys just spoke to Leo Barry about that. But, mm. uh, where are you going? Because you're tipping for Goss. Yep. Oh. I think we're, we're, we're pushing it and we're saying still that. Finals, so, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the competition's still going. <laughs> oh, mate's uh, teed off now. He's, uh, oh, no, he hasn't teed off yet. He's registrating. Uh, registering. Registrating. <laughs> oh, I've had some crackers today. He's uh, registering <laughs> yeah, yeah. to embarrass himself at Calvary Golf Club. Um, I think we're still alive here, if I to be perfectly honest. Mm. Uh, you've gone for Carlton. Yes. If it went Carlton, you've gone Carlton. Carlton. Yeah. Now, I would go Carlton, but since I'm tipping for Goss, apparently. Yeah, you go for Sydney. Carn the Swans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sydney, uh, sorry, St Kilda v GWS. This is a really tough one, isn't it? This is where the upset comes from, if there is going to be an upset this weekend, I believe. Yeah, I think the better side going into the final series is obviously GWS, but I have a feeling that Ross Lyon is going to have a big 
sort of play in this game. Mm. Whether he goes just a complete defensive mindset from the start, which in a final series, defense is pretty good. So, like, if you can stay thereabouts for the first quarter, first half, knowing that they're probably not the best, the informed side, keep it close and then give yourself every chance in the last quarter. Mm. Don't let Toby Green get off the leash mm. and uh, and kick a bag in the first quarter. Sinclair go to him when he's forward? Yeah. Mm. Think so? Put Jack Sinclair on him, or does that take away Jack Sinclair's drive and the run and the possession that he gets down back that, that creates so many St Kilda opportunities? I would put someone to Toby Green from the very get go and leave him with him the whole way. Go midfield okay. with him, go back with, go everywhere, and keep him as much as you can because he's the kind of guy, and as much as I love him for it, he's very emotional and you just don't know what he's going to do. So if you can get in his mind a little bit, he might tear you apart, but he might get <laughs> do something silly and. <laughs> We're going to make that the uh, Beat Scotty. We're going, to, we're going to do Beat Scotty for the finals as well. We've got a $100 type of fashion giveaway there as well. And we're going to make that the Beat Scotty. Okay. Sure how we're going to, and you're looking at me going, how are we going to fit that in? Well, we're going to fit it in somehow. We'll do it soon, yeah. Listen out for the to call. Because I think this is the only one where an upset can come from. I'm going to go with GWS. I know they're favourites, but I know there are people who will be backing St Kilda to stifle GWS and yeah. not allow them to uh, get their run on. Uh, and the last one, Brisbane v Port Adelaide, Ebo. Um... I'm tipping St Kilda, by the way, in the previous game. And then Are you? One, yeah, I think so. Only, be, yes. There only you go, people. The there you go. We'll call in after the news. We'll let you know when to call and uh, you tip St Kilda and give us a margin. There is a pin. We'll win the $100 tie power voucher. Cool. Uh, Brisbane for me, the next. Yeah, I think they're the certainty of the week, aren't they? I think so, yeah. Being at the Gabba, I just can't see Port Adelaide beating them. No. I think it's uh, they'll win two and go to the grand final and then mm. lose it. Yeah, I've been saying that a lot. Beaumont Tolls are giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game worth over 70 grand, 70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont before November 12 and you're in with a chance T's and C's apply. How good is that? Evo is all over that. Big NFL man. Just go to Beaumont Tolls. Beaumont Tolls, mate. Just shop in their store. Two tickets. It's worth 70 grand to America's biggest. I'll be in there. Footy game. I'm building a house. I need some tiles. (laughs) You're listening to Scotty and Goss. Yeah, welcome back. Listening to Scotty and Goss on this beautiful Friday. Time to call for Beat Scotty, 13, 12, 55. I've gone GWS. Ibo has gone St Kilda. You need to ring us and tell us you're backing St Kilda and by how much. And the nearest the pin will win a $100 tyre power voucher. Call in now. But time to speak to Tommy Hackett. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroker. Ladbroker. Download the Ladbrokes app today. Yeah, take on the fun across all your favourite sport and racing with Ladbrokes. Download the app today. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning, Scotty. Going all right, mate. Uh, big game last night, obviously. Would have been a, a belter. Uh, well, I think Melbourne went in favourites in the end, but uh, Collingwood get up. But we've got three more absolute crackers starting tonight with Carlton and Sydney of the MCG. Yeah, some amazing games left this round so far. Collingwood now clear premiership favourites after that win. They're into $2.40. I'm starting to think that the biggest threat to Collingwood winning the flag might be Carlton. That might sound crazy, but they're $1.50 favourites to beat the Sydney Swans tonight who are $2.60. And I don't know what your thoughts are, Scotty, but for me, this this game is on Carlton's racket. If Carlton come out, play their brand of footy, play their best, best footy, I think they'll be too good for Sydney. But if they're a little bit overawed by the occasion, a little bit anxious, mm. we know this Sydney, this Sydney side, they are a hardened finals outfit, and we know what they can do. So uh, I think Carlton have got the quality, but I certainly would never rule 
all out. The Sydney Swans in a big game. And it's going to be all about how Carlton settle, isn't it, Tommy? St Kilda taking on GWS on Saturday. Had to the MCG. Thoughts there? Where's the money? Giants are the favourites here. They're $1.68, St Kilda $2.20. Pretty good support all week long for the Giants. But I think if you're looking for a betting play in this one, the under in total points betting. The line's currently 153.5 points. We know how good St Kilda are at sort of dragging teams down to their level, keeping it as a tight, uh, messy game. I think that's what they'll be doing. That'll be Ross Lyons' game plan. So I really like the under here. And the under has saluted in nine of the past ten games played by St Kilda. Yeah, they don't mind it. Don't they? they don't like getting scored. <laughs> on. He does everything possible to uh, not allow it. And we finish off on Saturday night. This game should have been tonight, but uh, that's, a, that's an aside. Brisbane taking on Port Adelaide at the Gabba. I'm assuming Brisbane going in heavy favourites. Yeah, Brisbane are favourites here, Scotty. There has been a bit of late support here for the Port Adelaide power, though. Brisbane, $1.42 out to $1.50. Port Adelaide have been $2.95 into $2.65. Just such a vital game for both sides. I think particularly the Lions, they need... I think if they don't play in the grand final, they need that home prelim at the Gabba. And so I think they will have enough quality to uh, get the job done. I think we're looking for a betting play here. Brisbane to win by $1.39 at $2.15. I think it's a good bet because I don't think this game will be a blowout either way. I think it's going to be very tight very competitive with so much on the line. And some great racing uh, leading into the uh, Spring Carnival. We go to uh, Rose Hill. The run to the Rose in uh, at Rose Hill this weekend. Tommy, I've actually got mail on this. A previous winner, well, a winner of about four weeks ago that paid very handsomely. He's at long odds uh, in this one. But where's the money on the run to the Rose at Rose Hill? It's a very interesting race to run to the Rose. Cylinder has opened as a clear favourite. He's $2. He was only playing first up in the McNeil stakes. So I'm sort of happy to take him on. I do think there's a bit of value to be found here. I think Libertad, the San Domenico stakes winner, it's $4.50. I think it is a real danger to Cylinder. Don Corleone was a classy two-year-old. I think it can take another step forward as a three-year-old. It's $8. And then Militarise, who won the size produce stakes and the champagne stakes as a two-year-old. It's $17. We'll definitely take benefit from this run, but it'll be storming home late. So I don't my militarise each way. So I'm taking on the favourite cylinder in the run to the rose, but there's great racing right around the country tomorrow. Well, the, the good horses are back, and it's a great time to be a racing fan. Yeah, I'm stepping up to... Uh, well, I'm, I'm on Nadal, who won for me about a month ago, stepping up to... Uh, is it Group 2 or Group 3 race there? Pretty, good money, too. So there's my little side one. But Goss will be all over it with uh, his Ladbrokes app and his mate's mode, so follow Gostradamus as well. Thanks very much, Tommy. Always good to talk to you. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Have a great weekend, Tommy. Thanks, Scotty. Have a great weekend. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. All righty, everybody. Got a couple of people ready to take me on here. Mm. Righto, going St Kilda. What do you think? And yes, you, would you would you tip St Kilda anyway, or would you be a GWS man? Morning, Ryan. GWS for the premiership. What? Holy. All over them. Toby Green. <laughs> oh, you done Look at that Green for midfielders. Yeah, I know that. They... Midfielders. And he's got him. He's got him going beautifully. Um, Adam Kingsley quickly as well. So uh, anyway, but you have to take you have to take St Kilda in this one. Give us a margin. Twenty-one points. Ryan has gone Saints by 21, although his heart's with GWS. Have a great weekend, Ryan. Good morning to our favourite Lisa in Allenbrook. How are you, Lisa? Happy Friday. 
Morning, guys. Yeah, very well, thank you. Another day in paradise in Ellenbrook. Um, <laughs> that guy just stole my thunder. I was going to go for the Saints by 21, but I'm going to go the Saints by 23. And um, Toby Green will be tagged out of the game. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Have a great weekend, Lisa. You're in yeah, 20, you too, 23 you. points. 21 for Ryan. Dave from Bunbury. Morning, Dave. Morning again, Scotty. Yeah, good to talk to you again, mate. You uh, you want a piece of this, St Kilda? Yeah, I do. I guess Saints by five. Yeah, I reckon that's probably more likely, isn't mm. it? That smaller margin. Would have gone Saints by twenty just to give himself a bit more room, actually. Right? <laughs> yeah. Five will do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good thinking, actually, Dave. All right, Dave, you're in, mate. Uh, Saints by five points for you, Mick Simandre. Hey, morning, Mick. Morning, Scotty. How you going, mate? Uh, Saints, good, good. Saints by 13. All right. And I reckon Maynard will get a week. Careless, high and severe, and severe. So he'll... Um, but if it's, all, if, it's all those things, if it's all those things, Mick, if it's all those things, careless, high and severe, then it's... Probably more than a week. It's a bigger penalty, isn't it? So do you see him... A, well, I'd imagine that appeal that Mick. Do you, do you see him actually missing a game at the when all said and done, or do you see him getting off? I reckon he'll miss a game, and I, I reckon the AFL will make a statement Appreciate that. No, it's a, make it, yeah, no, you make it. You make a, a fair point, but this, this is un, this is is unprecedented. We've had you, you when you bump, choose to bump, mm. you're in trouble if you get them high. Sling tackle, take him to the ground, arms pinned, get him high, you're in trouble. Head collision. No one's ever trouble. ever been done for a attempted spoil, a attempted no. smother. And that's the problem. Everyone's everyone's got a valid point. I don't think you can turn around and go, that's not going to happen, because no one really knows. And that's what's so hard for Braden Maynard and the other players on the field. You're supposed to make a decision in half a second. We all have the whole week to look at it, different angles, different opinions, different views, still all sorts of stuff, and we still can't make a decision. So mm-hmm. it's a tough one. All right, mate, you've got a left field petition. You've got to head off. You've got important stuff to do at Fleet Network. You do yours first, as I'm still thinking about mine. Well, my left field is going to be... Carlton will uh, take 15 minutes to get into this game tonight and then blow Sydney out of the park, and it could be another grand final performance by Sydney. What we saw last year. Oh, no, yeah, last year? Yeah, last year. <laughs> uh, it could be a blowout. That's where I'm going, my left field. Carlton will take a little while to settle and then go bang. Uh... My left field prediction, I guess, because I'm going for St Kilda in this one anyway, is that it's going to be a... Dower, dower game of footy. There'll be not many goals scored. How many wins it? I reckon you'll win it with nine goals. Oh, oh awesome. 
<laughs> it'll be a horrible watch, but if you're a St Kilda supporter and you get up, who cares? Uh, on to the next week. Hey, a win's a win, and exactly. you move on. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, okay. Have a great weekend for you, and again, thanks to you and to uh, Fleet Network. You're listening to Scott Ingoss. We'll be back after this.